Welcome back, everybody, to A Certain Point of View and our final episode of The Last of Us discussions here on the channel. Uh, we've gone through nine episodes, and we have one more to discuss today, the season finale, um, which was called Look for the Light, rightfully titled Look for the Light. Uh, the whole crew is here to discuss this episode. Very, very excited to dive into this and what could be coming um, for season two. We'll get into a little bit later. But we're going to break down the episode here to start this episode off. Let's see how everybody is doing today. I'll just go around the table, see how the crew is doing. Brian, I'll start with you. How is your Tuesday, sir? Not bad. Had a migraine, so I didn't do yes. anything. Hence why I never even texted you back. Uh... Thank, thanks for acknowledging that. Appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. I literally, I just sat in, like, in the darkness and watched Vox Machina. And that's... <laughs> it's a good thing to watch. It's good. Haven't even, yeah. So... Yeah, other than that, nothing. It's so weird for you and I because it was like the apocalypse of all storms, and now it's like crystal blue skies. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's still raining. We're 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 in the. You're catching it. yesterday's rain, Jill, from us. Mm -hmm. But I, I'll right now it's nice and sunny, so you're getting that tomorrow. My mom called me three times today, being like, "Are you okay?" And I'm like, "No, oh, yeah, I'm just watching TV." <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not, but no, I'm safe. No, <laughs> no. Uh, Jill, how about you? Good. I'm. I'm kind of. I love rain, but I'm kind of sick of like having a storm every other week. Like, mm -hmm. I live in Southern California. I didn't sign up for this. I don't like. It's I don't. In the contract pay. you sign when you. This. I don't pay a lot of like. The cost of living here is really expensive because the weather is nice. So I'm like, where's, why is this? Why is this happening? Um, so that's, that's kind of obnoxious, but you know, what are you going to do? All right. All right. Uh, Molly, how is that packing coming along? <laughs> uh, I've just, <laughs> I've just started thinking about it. You know, that's, I'm in the preliminary stages of, actually packing so getting all the little travel size bottles and like figuring out what oh, i'm gonna wear how many pairs of shoes i'm gonna bring it's oh i hate i hate this part molly hate... asked me we were going on a walk she was like are you gonna bring those shoes i was like yep she was like you gonna bring any other shoes i was like probably not and she was like <laughs> no you I said I... I don't know yeah it's pro that's a probably not that's a uh, male thing, I feel yeah, like. And then Molly's like, I think I'm going to bring a dirty. pair of boots. And then she went, it's going to be two boots. And then you kept adding the amount of boots you're going to bring. It'll I be can't at least bring, four pairs of shoes. If there were room, I would bring sh more shoes. But I know you need that flexibility. <laughs> We're bringing two huge suitcases plus carry-ons. You can bring some nice shoes. I need my walking shoes, my comfy shoes, and I only have the one pair. <laughs> uh, Alex, how about you? Are you doing all right today? Yeah, I mean, Molly and I just started stressing each other out about celebration. And like, <laughs> oh, God. We keep it's looking like, at the calendar and being like, oh, my God, it's so close. Uh, yeah. And there's just going to be so much happening. Like the Bad Batch ends right before we leave. And there's just going to be a ton to do. <laughs> and so we're... Like, it's going to spend all next week preparing for the week after. But it's fine, because there won't be any more Last of Us, which is sad, but we won't have to worry about that. Yeah. Thanks, Brian. Appreciate that. You're muted, Brian. Thank you. I said, I was like, that's how it'll work, by clicking that. And no. 
Oh, um, yeah, StreamYard just being dumb. Yeah, so everybody watching, just real quick, uh, StreamYard, there's some kind of glitch going on, so we don't see anybody's comments on the actual platform, so we oh, can't, Alex and Alex gone. just or backed Alex himself out. <laughs> Everything um, is breaking. Alex and... is like, I can't see the comments, I'm out. <laughs> I thought I would test, because I'm not in control. A refresh will oh. fix it, so. Oh, a refresh does fix it? Mm-hmm. Oh. oh, so are we all backing out at, at okay. <laughs> Ryan's gone. One at a time, one at a time. <laughs> slowly but surely. Jake, just make sure you refresh when someone else is talking. It'll be fine. Yeah. Yes, I'm going to have yeah. to. Oh, wait, um, I'll go. Right. I'll go next. Hold on. I'll minute. go last. I will okay. go last. I'm going to go okay. now. This is Bye. fun. This is yeah. fun. <laughs> <laughs> this is so stupid. <laughs> Streamrat is normally very reliable, but every yeah. once in a while it it really poops the bed. And I actually look. I feel like now I actually that's just me thinking, overthinking it. Does <laughs> refresh fix now? your face? Yeah. <laughs> Forever. What the hell is happening over here? There we go. Goodness. Back. Okay, me next. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> See, we could have just we kept on talking us- and like. <laughs> mm-hmm. Making us look like amateurs over here. God, thanks, StreamYard. Bye, Jake. Bye. Bye, Jake. <laughs> How do we block him from coming back in? Everyone no. leave. Let's all leave. And- <laughs> that would be so funny. Okay, like, oh, no, it's worse now. <laughs> uh, that would be so funny. Did it. All right. Alex, thank you for testing. Appreciate it. Good job, Alex. Um, all right, let's dive into the episode. Uh, we've wasted enough time. Let's talk about this finale. Um very uh, straight to the point episode. We had some really good moments, obviously, between Joel and Ellie, uh, especially at the very beginning. And it's clear that Ellie is just a little different because of the previous events that are happening. Um, it didn't clarify on how much time did pass, but we did uh, see a little bit time pass, obviously, because there's no snow on the ground. But before we get to all that, let's talk about the very, very beginning of the episode. We see the birth of Ellie. We get to see Ashley Johnson. That's that's her name, correct? Ashley yes. Johnson? Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, the voice actor for Ellie perform and play Ellie's mother in a great opening scene, tragic opening scene um, that I think everyone's been looking forward to from the very beginning. Uh, so, Jill, I will start with you, and then everyone just kind of fired off, jump into the conversation. What did you think about this opening scene? But first of all, it was really trippy because – I started the episode like thinking that it starts with like the title card for some reason, like, cause it hasn't done that all season. So I don't know why when you push play, the title card disappears. So I was like, I'm going to go get my food out of the kitchen. And then I kept hearing Ellie making like these screaming grunting noises. I'm like, what the heck is she doing? What's going on? Only to like come in and see that it's Ashley Johnson. So I was like, Oh, I had this like weird mind trip where it was Ellie, but not Ellie. But so that was kind of, that was interesting. Um, I'm so glad they brought her on because Ashley Johnson needs to be in more things because she is just so great mm-hmm. at everything she does. Yeah. Um, prob- I mean, she's so busy with Critical Role right now that she's probably won't be doing a whole lot, but it was just so oh. nice. To see her. Yeah, she's, she's, um, she's, uh, Let's see. Her and Laura Bailey were in this episode. She's she's Pike. So she's Pike. Laura Bailey Vox plays Machina. my favorite character. Got it. Yeah, she's Pike and Vox Machina. And she's also Ellie in the video games. Um, so right. it, it was it was good to see exactly how um, Ellie is immune. 
and it was interesting to see the parallels too of Ashley lying to Marlene Ashley um to the mom lying to Marlene about how I cut the cord before I was bit which mm-hmm. not true yeah. um to what happens with Joel and Ellie later like kind of like that parallel of lying in a way um yeah I I loved the scene very heart heartbreaking sad but it was it was good to see it I didn't even it didn't even cross my mind like the entire time when I learned and I don't know what episode it was or like at what point we were talking about it on the show of learning the birth of Ellie and seeing the scene play out and everything it never even crossed my mind that like the mom would be bit and then she would be born mm-hmm. affecting her blood obviously um but like what what a smart way to do it like it just yeah. makes sense it just makes sense that that's that would be the case um, molly, molly brought it up while we were watching it and we were like oh my god is this a blade situation yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it, it, yeah. it just it just makes total sense and that's a mm-hmm. great reference i didn't even think about that Thank you, <laughs> that up um but yeah i mean i thought the scene was very well done it was also just extremely tragic terrifying uh clicker just absolutely terrifying clicker especially like you're pregnant this clicker is coming charging at you and then you give birth like what a couple moments for that didn't even realize she gave birth (laughs) what a couple moments for that woman but um and then the way it ends and everything is just sad as well but uh i love that they did that scene and i i think that it's very very important for obvious reasons rather than just like talking about it in a few sentences or whatever showing it because it also plays with the character of marlene as well into what happens later on in the episode um yeah great open one of the one of the good opens of this series which there's been a bunch of them but one of the better ones for sure mm-hmm. I love it was just she- nice to see because it was well it was something new that we didn't get from the game and i loved hearing neil talk about it with craig because he said that uh, craig basically asked neil if he'd ever thought about how ellie was born and neil was like yep and he told the story and they had plans to make it into like an animated short or a short story or something. And that kept falling through. So, but he told Craig the story of like why Ellie is immune and how she was born. And Craig was like, yeah, we're doing that. He was so pumped about it. I thought that was a great little story. And I'm glad that it is something that Neil's had in his mind for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's... That he gave birth to the character. Like literally. Like... Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's the voice actress. She literally like birthed. <laughs> literally. That was mm-hmm. a very like inception moment. If you really mm-hmm. think about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, I was actually surprised that they showed this, that they gave us a look at why Ellie is immune because they don't ever talk about that in the game. She's just immune. No uh, explanation. So really, I like, yeah. Okay. That interests me. For for either like for both games, there's no explanation or or answer as to why she is immune. Nope. Huh. And there doesn't really need to be, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Yeah. But yeah. so, and for me, I think this scene works the best for Marlene because now we kind of get a little glimpse as to why Marlene cares about Ellie at all, and why she's been, you know, working so hard to to protect her, not just. For the idea of a vaccine but because her and her mom had history and like she was there at the birth and so i i liked that scene particularly for marlene but i just liked that 
they gave us a reason in general. And yeah, I like the Blade Rest reference because <laughs> I like so Blade good. a lot. Blade is awesome. It's a great reference. Molly, do you have the chat open? I do. Uh, did you see Brian? Brian's comment saying, better to be like Blade than the creepy kid from Twilight. Oh. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Renesmee, look. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> I just love that they're like, this show is being done so like, with with so much thought and like care into it the fact that i mean i that i'm aware of every main character in the game the voice actor had a role am i wrong did anyone not have mm. one like at least the main main at least one. three the main main characters i think yeah technically was it for marlene voices marlene oh yeah game, there's right? five yeah yeah so it's like hey like you were very important to and integral to the part of this game and this show like you may not be the character but you still deserve to be in the show well, it, was, it, it, was so... it was mo it was mo for the video game so they kind of were mm -hmm. the yeah. character in a way you know it's Neil just, talked about yeah. just how much Ellie was inspired by Ashley as well, that mm -hmm. she she suggested things for cutscenes that they wound up using uh, Ellie's love of space is because Ashley loves space. So just all that stuff that they were like, yeah, we, we want to honor Ashley. Mm -hmm. And on the podcast, she talks about getting that call because like she and Troy thought they might get to do something small. Troy was like, I bet I'll get to be a clicker and that'll be fun. But that they let them like really have significant yeah. roles and like Troy gets a, I guess they both get awesome deaths, but <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just cool. It's, I think, I mean, you don't see that very often, like, like comic book movies. Like you're not seeing like the creator other than Stan Lee, but like uh, in every than, single one. Yeah. But like, I mean, it's, it's hard to credit certain people for certain things so it's like if when you can and this is an area that you could do that pretty easily why not like it, it just makes makes it a little better i think in my opinion mm -hmm. oh my God. um okay before we get into some stuff with Joel and Ellie as far as just kind of traveling through Salt Lake City, the draft scenes, stuff like that. We did get a super chat. Uh, I'm not going to be able to show it like I mentioned in the chat, but I'll just go ahead and read it. So this one's from Tim Sim. Tim, thank you so much. Uh, and he says, how should season one of The Last of Us be used rightly as a measuring stick when comparing future video game adaptations, Mario movie, God of War, Fallout, Bioshock, Halo season two, etc." Stay, I mean... Last of Us, the series, is doing pretty good with staying true to, like, the source material and while adding twists to it. So, like, H I don't, Halo didn't do that at all. Mm -hmm. Sean mm -hmm. complained every episode how this was... I, was like, I wasn't a fan of Halo at all. Yeah, yeah. how it was not yeah. like the game at all. And I watched one episode and was like... Yeah, we dropped off that real quick. Um Having good actors, having uh, number one, like that's a big one because like the acting in this is great. Um, the writing, they ha actually had the writers of the video game come in to write the show, which I think is a huge deal. The um, money for it. 
Well, also keep with that in mind, like the the show writer, and this doesn't have to be for everything, but that writer was open to changes, mm -hmm. which there's a lot of the time where creators might not be open to changes. And so that definitely helps the source material. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how cinematic the Mario movie is going to be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't worry about that I mean, one being true yeah. to yeah. the yeah. games. <laughs> Did everyone see that SNL skit that they did with Pedro yes. Pascal where he played yes. Mario? Oh, it was so good. <laughs> it was so good. Just make that the movie. Yeah. Honestly. <laughs> we don't need any of that other stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Well, let's let's get back to Joel and Ellie. So we picked back By up way, Salt Lake City. Really quickly oh. to Tim's. If they up oh, Bioshock. Oh, I'm, I'm going to be pissed. I'm coming for heads. I'm going to be. <laughs> I'm coming I'm for gonna heads. I'm going to be livid if they screw up Bioshock. Yeah. Mm. Interesting. Freaking okay. livid. Heads will well, roll. We'll see. We'll see when that happens. We'll and it's Netflix, so it makes me a little nervous. <laughs> Not gonna lie. Um. All right. So we pick back up in present day with Joel and Ellie, and again, like I said up top, there's not really a definition on how long there has been since we last saw them. It's been at least a little bit. No snow on the ground. Um. But Ellie's just very different. Clearly, she's gone through an experience a little bit more reserved, a little bit more quiet. Joel kind of breaks through the shell just a tad bit. By bringing out the pun book, you know, they're working their way through the city. I love that moment where Ellie kind of predicts what's going to happen. And Joel pulls that that moment on her like, no, that's not what we're going to do. Uh, but that's actually what they do do. Um, so, yeah, let's yeah, I'm going to I'm going to just pose a question and then take them outside. So, uh, Alex, <laughs> I'll let you start. What did you think about everything before they got captured by the Fireflies? The draft scene, the moment between them, everything in Salt Lake before we saw the hospital sequence. Outside of the Ashley Johnson's cold open, this was probably the most, almost the most faithful episode. Mm -hmm. There's there's one significant change about the Firefly capture that we can talk about later, but everything up until that point was basically just what happens in the game, down to like Joel needing her help to get the ladder. Yeah, and her yeah, not that was this. We made yeah. we made a comment of the fact that the dirt falls from like where she gets boosted. And we we're like, that's very video game, like the falling of the dust. Well, there's also like that's a game mechanic where hey, there's a ladder up there. Boost Ellie up; she'll get mm -hmm. the ladder yeah. for you. And then exactly. at, at that moment in the game where <laughs> she is like processing all of her trauma, you go over and you press triangle to do the boost, and you wait. <laughs> And you wait and you're like, where is it? You have to move the camera to be like, what's going on? And she's just sitting over there and you're like, Ellie, could, like, what's happening here? You have to get her attention. It, but the giraffe scene was also very faithful. Just about everything. I Okay, I have a question because I played the game, but I didn't play it all the way through. I, I But I distinctly remember the giraffe scene. Mm -hmm. Just the giraffe scene happened this late in the game. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay, because I'm like, I don't know how I remember, distinctly remember this giraffe scene then, but... They I, I had the same... Too. Yeah. I had the same reaction replaying it for, like, the fifth time a couple months ago, and I was still like, when are the giraffes? Like, I forgot <laughs> it was... Okay. <laughs> I forgot I it was so late. distinctly remember the giraffes. Okay, then I'm, then I'm not going crazy. Also, right. there are a lot of little giraffe Easter eggs you can find throughout the whole season. I think I just mm -hmm. remember seeing it. I think Sarah's got a giraffe poster. I think you see a stuffed giraffe somewhere in the series, like just little nods to that. That's cute. Cute. That's super cute. Brian Ward. If I could bring up your comment right now, 
I would bring it up immediately. He said, I wish Joel would have brought up the fact that half the world would have refused the vaccine anyway. Oh my God. Well, he didn't, he, Joel didn't have to live through COVID. So no, he would have known. Yeah, oh he, he probably would have thought. Oh, that was S tier. <laughs> uh, has everyone mentioned or talked about this, the sequence so far before the fireflies? The giraffes? The giraffes. We well, just the giraffes, but just the whole thing in general. I mean, I definitely um, made a comment to Sean about how the dynamic between Joel and Ellie definitely switched in this episode. Mm -hmm. Like, Joel's one that's like, all happy and like, let's mm -hmm. read the pun book. And he's all, and Ellie's just laser focused, like emotionless. She's in her own head. So that was an interesting dynamic of really seeing them like pr do pretty much a 180 on each other. Yeah. And we'll talk about it, but, and not to get too far ahead, but I definitely feel like it's kind of a, not really a tease, but almost a feeling of what kind of Ellie we're going to get in season two when we do mm -hmm. eventually pick back up with them because of the experience that they just went through again. Mm -hmm. And that we'll talk about the end conversation as we get later in the episode. But, um, I could see this Ellie happening a lot more than the Ellie we've obviously seen just because she's gone through so much recently. Um, yeah, I, I thought the whole sequence was great. It was kind of nice to just get like a slowed down, quiet time with them because they had gone through so much recently, right? That We had two episodes. Uh, well, we had the episode where they went to, um, we were in Colorado. And then we had an episode of just Ellie. Joel's basically sitting on a mattress and obviously the whole David stuff. So it was nice to have some quiet time between the two of them. Um, and again, like Jill just mentioned, but seeing a different Joel and kind of, kind of bringing out the light in her a little bit. Uh, but yeah, then we get to the firefly stuff and, uh, this is where everything starts to pick back up. Um, they're basically bombarded. Um, I don't know about you guys and I don't know how it was done in the game, but when that camera turned and you see them sneaking up behind them, my heart just like dropped. Cause I didn't know what was going to happen. Mm -hmm. Like, I, obviously I have no idea what's happening. I didn't think that they were going to die or anything, but like something crazy, like whether it was bandits or if it was in fact the fireflies, um, really well done shot, uh, seeing all, all that play out and then all hell breaks loose. But uh, let's not get too far ahead. I want to talk about the Marlene stuff specifically right here, the conversation they had in the hospital room, because that is pretty much where we pick back up after everything kind of gets crazy. Real, real quick, uh, I'll, I'll, toss out something that I I really liked that moment with the firefly running out like mm -hmm. I wasn't expecting that uh, because it's different from the game it made Molly gasp uh, <laughs> so I, I thought that was all great it it does I think that what happens in the game would have been too hard to pull off too expensive lots of different things basically they try to go underwater underground to get under this bridge and it's very flooded and uh, Ellie can't swim Joel actually oh. goes under and Ellie saves him, but then she's underwater and then you have to rescue her, but she's basically drowning. You pull her out and then she is unconscious and Joel's giving her CPR and then the fireflies come up. Jesus. Oh, yeah. oh my God. And they're like, show us your hands. And he's like, I can't. She's I'm, not breathing. I'm trying to help someone not die. <laughs> uh, oh my God. So that th I do... Like and then it kind of cuts to the next well, scene, right? Yeah, they walk up and hit him in the head, and then it's the same. Bef before he's able to resuscitate her yeah. in the game. So, and you're oh like, my god. <laughs> so the I kind of like that Ellie was unconscious for all of the Firefly stuff. In the show, the fact that she is taken in awake, it just yeah. raised some questions for me, but we can address those in a second. 
Okay, fair enough. Um, let's talk about the Marlene sequence because this is the one where we pick back, back up, pick right back up, and we get all this information just thrown at us. Marlene's breaking everything down about, um, you know, how she, how Ellie is immune, how it kind of works inside her brain. Uh, the reveal that they're basically going to kill her and take everything from her and try to make a vaccine. And obviously Joel didn't know this and he's trying to break it all up and get someone else, find someone else. It's not that important. You know, lines have changed uh, from when they first did the whole thing in, in the episode one, um, when Marlene first gave Ellie to Joel. Uh, relationships have changed. Joel and Ellie's relationship specifically has changed. And it just breaks Joel. And uh, before we get to the whole fighting and everything, I want your guys' thoughts on the reveals, how it works, um, Marlene's coldness towards her, even though, you know, she basically raised Ellie. She still has to do this for the greater of mankind, per se. Quotes around that because arguments up if that's actually the case or not. Um, I don't know what she expected. Like, she basically <laughs> was like, cool, thanks, Joel. Uh, yeah. Anyways, I, like, they should have handcuffed him <laughs> to something very strong before yeah. he woke up if, if they well, were I think feel like I feel I like think Marlene she would have known to send six guys instead of two with him. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, that was the issue. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like I, I think that she probably thought, yeah, Joel just sees her as cargo. Like you did the job. Well done. Yeah, like Thank it didn't change that. him at all. Yeah. And then then when he's like find someone else, she's like, uh oh. Oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, two two people was the mistake, Marlene. <laughs> <laughs> send the whole squad. Don't send just two. Like you know this guy's history. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I um, I really enjoyed that they said a lot more about what was going to happen and about Ellie's immunity and what they were going to do with these certain cells. Where I was in the game, it's a little bit more like you know, hopefully we can get a vaccine. Watching this, I was like, oh, they can do it. Like get a vaccine. Yeah. Oh, I didn't think that at all. I did. really. Real well, because because like, and yeah. what's funny is I had these thoughts last night, and then I saw them more on my TikTok today. But um, oh, TikTok. I know, but so this was my thoughts too, because I'm going okay. So this doctor, he looks maybe. I mean, he has a mask on. He looks maybe like early forties. The the this has been going on for 20 years. So dude was 25 when this first happened. So like where has he been? What was he doing? Like where was he working? Maybe he's um, a child prodigy, Jill. I mean, but also 2023. Um it's twenty twenty-three now, and we don't have vaccines for fungal infections. We have antibiotics, but we don't have vaccines for fungal infections. Which this but is a fungal have, infection. Have we ever actually killed someone to try brain? Why would you? As, that's what well, I'm saying, though. To save like, the world, Jill. Have we gone to that point this. where they're literally, literally going to cut someone open and use the brain rather than just like blood cells or but then have it something like that? Probably maybe not work. Like, I feel like oh, for sure. Like there's probably like a 90 or like I'd say like an 80% chance it doesn't work. But I agree with Alex. Like I was listening to them oh, explain it, and I'm like, "Ooh, this sounds the most like this sounds legit. Like this sounds like something that could actually happen." And well, maybe I'm leaning that way because in the game they don't say any details, and the mm-hmm. fact that they gave me a few details here, I was like, "Oh, this sounds more likely than it did in the game." I got the feeling that 
Marlene was being overly confident about mm -hmm. what they were planning to do because if she thinks that it's not going to work, mm -hmm. she can't deal with the fact that she's just going to kill Ellie for nothing. Mm -hmm. So I, like I took it as they still don't know if this is going to work, but Marlene is telling Joel very confidently because for yeah. both of them, like they need to know that this will work. Literally it was like her kind of doing that. Like this will work. Like where it's like, who are you yeah. trying to convince them or you? It'll work because if it doesn't, I'll never be able to live with myself. Yeah, I mean, she kind of has to, right? Like, it seemed like Ellie's mother was not maybe like a best friend, but they had known each other for mm. ever since childhood. Maybe they were best friends. I mean, in to kill your best friend's daughter for this is kind of mm -hmm. a big deal. So, Well, and I'm going through the chat, too, and people are bringing up the fact that she, Ellie, woke up going, drugs? What drugs? So I mm -hmm. think she was brought in unconscious. So they didn't ask That's her. That's mm -hmm. the question I have because yeah. we see her getting dragged away. Maybe, maybe they knocked her out. Mm -hmm. I got the sense that no, she had to have come in conscious because she knew Marlene was there. Mm -hmm. Ellie straight up okay. asks about Marlene. So, but that's my question of like, what did they do to Ellie? I think, I think it's like a, I think they told her it was like a typical regular Just, surgery. Like they're going to uh, extract some blood or something and they yeah. have to knock her out to do it. That that yeah, would 100%. They definitely history. didn't tell her the truth. Like uh, no, and Marlene sure. said that she was like, yeah. "We didn't tell her. She's not scared. She's mm -hmm. not going to feel anything." And that's not okay. Because nope, you got it. She's got to give mm -hmm. consent to be like, I, even yeah. in the apocalypse, you need to give consent. Consent <laughs> matters, especially if they're if, if she's going to die for this. She needs to be oh, able yeah. to say, "I'm okay." To yeah, do I like, I think that was like another selfish thing that Marlene probably yeah. did. Just like do it don't ask questions do it now mm -hmm. because if, if she, she got the chance no, to like... what if she says no or if she gets the chance to be able to like say her goodbyes who knows how many people would snap and be like no we can't do this yeah well what, so... what pissed me off with it too was that when marlene was like what would like you took her away and we both know she wouldn't want that it's like do you though do you know that did you ask her like how do you know that she, that's like how do you know she would want to sacrifice yeah. herself like don't just assume marlene is is there as much detail about all of this in the game as there was in the show or is it vague in the game about the vaccine or what uh as as like uh her being knocked out to essentially be sacrificed how it works like how the, she's immune, etc. No, nothing about her immunity, nothing about the science of what they're going to do. I think she just says, like, they're going to take her brain and we'll find a vaccine. Got um, it. But yeah, she comes in half drowned and unconscious and they s stabilize her, mm -hmm. but then immediately stick her in surgery. So Got like, it. okay, I, Ellie doesn't know what happened even remotely at the hospital. Yeah, so she in the game she woke. She basically remembers essentially drowning and then waking up in a hospital in, okay. in a hospital gown. Yeah. Okay. All right. Interesting. Um. All right. Let's get to the big shebang. Did you want big to shebang? Oh yes, thank you, Brian. Sorry, it's so weird on not having Streamyard being able to read this, Mister Shu. Thank you, Mister Shu. Literally a perfect finale. I was afraid they would chicken out on how brutally. They portrayed Joel, but they didn't shy away from it all. Speaking of that, thank you so yeah. much for the segue, Mr. Shu. Appreciate it. Um, da Daddy Joel to the rescue, man. This Daddy is Joel. incredible stuff. Uh, you just know, like, 
I'm sorry, but ever since like Daredevil and stuff, every time I see a stairwell or a hallway, it's game on. <laughs> it's like just it's just down. full on game on. You Breaks know something crazy about that. hundred percent, I am. I'll flat out say that I'm totally a hoe for stairwells and hallways. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Um, this was some Terminator know, stuff. Yeah, like yeah. you just know something is about to happen, and like I knew it was about to get crazy, but and I could have thought about it, thought about it as you know, if I really put my mind to it and thought about it, but I didn't realize how brutal they were going to show him. Like, getting answers, okay, I don't have time for this, shoot you in the head. Like, see ya, I'm on to the next guy. Um, mm -hmm. And I know that's how it works in the game, because you obviously have to get to a certain point in the game, but... Oh yeah, you're like bashing people's heads in with a brick in the game, if you have to. I I just... <laughs> Worst I part about the show, it. not a single brick. No brick kills. <laughs> no bricks. Although he I gutted dare. someone, he gutted someone. I'm so upset that the they didn't have half a scissor. Like, and someone gets to like that. Was um, is that a thing in the game? What? Yeah, isn't that? I mean, yeah. you find things to craft like oh, shivs okay. or okay. Molotov cocktails. And... I loved it. I thought the, the gunfight and everything I thought was very cool. Um, it just shows how, like, Joel. I know we talked, uh, we talked about it during the episode with Tommy about how, like, Joel isn't as strong as he was before. The dude's still pretty badass, yeah. like, yeah, he's he's still yeah. pretty badass and he does some damage. and he ain't afraid of nobody, but I loved right before we saw him get Ellie, they had a bunch of cameras of just all the dead bodies everywhere. Oh, chef's kiss. Yeah. It was great. It, it, was it happens so quickly, I feel yeah. like. Because, like, in the game, that takes a long time, and you mow down so many people. But and I understand. And you're crouching that, the whole time. Yeah. I, I, don't, I understand that they're not going to, you know, spend 20, 25 minutes. Man, I would have loved that. That would have been incredible. So many more people. But the, I mean, the whole episode happened so fast, and this part yeah. in particular just happened really quickly. But I think it had the same effect, especially with the music that they played. Oh, I thought it, I was, I was, I thought it was even more thing. effective. Yeah. Oh. In in the game, I mean, you're playing it, and you're like, I gotta get to Ellie, but it's a lot more action because mm -hmm. you're running and gunning, and you're doing all these things. I love that they presented it like uh, very tragically. With it was somber. Yeah. yeah, the sad music. Like, this isn't... I didn't think they showed him as a hero at all. No. Uh, I, I thought this was like, oh, this dude is just, like, desperate and disassociated. <laughs> and, like, he just emotionlessly pulls out that switchblade. And you're like, oh, my God. Like, yeah. I, yeah. I liked the way they shot it a lot. It was yeah, like, yeah, I love, like, the muffled sounds. Like, how quiet it got, but then you heard the music over everything. Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah, it was it, it, was it shows like what Alex said, just how disassociated he is. You know, he's he's got blinders on, he's focused, he doesn't he's not even hearing the carnage that he's creating. He's just so focused on reading signs and finding Ellie, and that's all I love it. About. I love it. And Again, the fact I'm, that it was it ended up being in the pediatric care wing, that was dark. <laughs> Why is it gotta be in the child care wing? Like that just makes it sad. It's where all the small tools are and the small yeah. all the bebes. Small things. I love the reference. Uh, Maddie says in the chat, it's a great reference. He went full berserker mode. He went mm -hmm. Wolverine on everybody. He just completely shut the blinds off and just went to town. It was great. Yeah. It was great. Brian? Oh, no. I mean, what else is this to say? You went went ham. Like, I imagine some like impo Mission Impossible music just like he's just kind of going through, taking out people. But yeah, I don't know. This, this episode throws a lot. For you to to ponder, like, 
it's it's a thinking episode yeah mm -hmm. it leaves you questioning like was that the right move or was it not the right move is it the right move to save her knowing that <laughs> there is a chance that you could save the world but if you're wrong you murdered the only not the murdered but you the one person that you cared about is now dead and you could have stopped it mm -hmm. it's 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 rough yeah like, and i love the people going back and forth in the chat because i'm like oh that's a good point oh but that's that's, not, that's what i love about it is it's this not. dilemma of what would you do and it's it's uh -huh. And someone said, it's that, not, I don't think there is a right answer. And that's, yeah, it's you know. called a dilemma for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> Did when the game originally came out, was it as kind of a split conversation as the show is right now? Did like I the never, same conversation? I, I never got online to find out. I just played the okay. game and, uh, I mean, you didn't really have a choice. So probably not as much. Okay. Like, no, I, I think people, well, according to the podcast, yes, it was causing a lot of conversation uh when they were play testing it Druckmann said that they asked people at the end like what do you think about Joel's decision was it the right decision or wrong and they said people without kids it was a 50 50 split people who had kids a hundred percent of them were like he did the right thing wow <laughs> which I mean that makes sense that and I, I from my experience the second Marlene was like she's in surgery and she's gonna die I was like fuck no she's not <laughs> like I kicked that door into that hospital. I didn't let the doctor say a word. I shot yeah. him and I ran. Like I, I had no regrets about the way I played that game. Guns blazing. It's just it's a it's such a thinker because it's like, I mean, you could easily just put yourself like in the situation like, if you were responsible for someone else's kid out of the four of us, what would you do in that situation? It's like, would you just be like, this might be a cure? Here's Jill's kid, or like it's it's hard to think, like because yeah, and then it's the I, dilemma of maybe they do make a vaccine, and then that's great. But then there's the possibility, the higher, in my opinion, probability that they can't make a vaccine, and it's like, well, cool, we just sacrificed the one person, pretty much keeping me wanting to live on this world, and now she's gone for what? Jill, in my opinion, to just. Was, right it's, on, it's easy right. to sit back and be like Joel made the wrong decision but like if you were in his shoes and it was you got to give up your child for mm -hmm. the rest of the world it's like no like yeah. that, it, it's a whole different argument yeah. I think yeah, yeah would it, you it, sacrifice my child for it uh, say it what hmm? huh? if you were in the situation would you sacrifice no my child for it would you say no that? like I, I think the viewpoint of it's so yes, it's he like, could have no. saved the world, but he saved his world. In exactly. Like, yeah. I think he saved everything that matters to him right and now. In, yeah. And in this, Which, in this kind of universe, you got to be a little selfish sometimes. Yeah. So. That's, yeah. <laughs> Everyone it, it is the being... selfish decision for sure. Yeah. yeah. Which tracks because like what I was saying earlier, I think Marlene was being selfish by just rushing into all of this and being so confident with Joel about the fact that it would work. I think, yeah, both of them are wrong because neither of them asked Ellie what she wanted. Exactly. <laughs> yes, that's 100%. Well, and 100%. neither of them had the, yes, this was an, like, this was what the end result will be. 
it was a chance on both sides. Mm-hmm. So I have like um, a morbid question though. Do oh it. God. Do Yay. It. Do I wonder it. if it ever crossed Marlene's mind that she could find more pregnant people and test this theory. <laughs> well, that, that then you got to infect. <laughs> Save the world. You, you're, yeah. I mean, that's. Yeah. They were willing to sacrifice Ellie. Like, what would you what would you rather sacrifice a child or an adult but I, I mean she could possibly find a volunteer you never know you know like it's yeah it's one of those things that i was like yeah that's this never you happened will, to you anyone pretty else much will always find someone dumb enough to do it like, people volunteered for the hunger games you know uh, people so. volunteered to get <laughs> shipped off to mars and live off uh live on mars until they die yeah. And in I, the I real know, world right now. So, I mean. I know Marlene didn't see what happened. And the fact that Anna told her that, like, she cut it before. But even then, <laughs> but she when knew. she grows up. Yeah. To, yeah, when she knows. But even, even if she didn't, I say, test both theories. Find some pregnant people <laughs> that, that will, like, <laughs> sign a waiver. Have a test group. <laughs> oh, man. Just, oh, goodness. There's got to be a way. I was, I, I was thinking the same thing, too. I was like, they, sh- they could just test this out and see what happens. Like, yeah. As Laserbolt says in the chat, someone terminally ill might love to go out as a hero. Exactly. What over? How old is how, Ellie at this point? It's 14, been, I think. 14. Right? It's been 14, 14 years, and Marlene has done nothing with that information. <laughs> That's true. See, the thing is, though, also now, that information is now dead. Like, no one. Yeah. That's yeah. true. person that knows now. Everyone in that hospital is gonzo. The only uh, person is, that knows. Is everybody why. in that hospital gone? Maybe. Did you not see the pile of. Yeah, but. Probably all the doctors. Like, oh, the two I, nurses. Yeah. I mean, there's a couple nurses um, which know what's going on. And I actually <clears throat> wanted to bring it back to because, Alex, you had said that you went right into that room and shot the doctor right away. Someone in the chat asked, did Alex kill the nurses too? Did you kill the nurses in the game as well? I don't think so because they didn't. They they did what they did in the yeah. show. We did <laughs> test out the theory of like what would happen if you just walk into the room and don't immediately kill the doctor, and the doctor comes at you with a scalpel. Yeah, yeah. Eventually, and, and then kills you. I think Joel just auto kills him. Well, what happened this most recent time is he he has the scalpel and he does not he didn't approach, but he wasn't nothing was happening. So I moved a little closer a little closer and then it gave me the prompt triangle and i was like okay and i hit that and joel takes the scalpel and stabs him i was like oh no all right i didn't know i, I love I, I love that the doctor like ran at the joel took two steps back grab grabbed the little knife ran back up to joel and just goes like come yeah. on dude he's got like he's got a gun in his hand and it's obviously not going to help in that situation You're gone. um but yeah i mean look i, I don't know if there's much to talk about Jake, john wick would beg to differ if that was the case well, he's not the doctor's not John Wick, Brian. <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> um, so yeah, we get we get that scene where Joel saves Ellie, uh, just kills the doctor. The nurses are fine, but then we get the sequence with Marlene in the parking garage, uh, which is cut back and forth as Joel is telling Ellie what happened, but then we're seeing what really happened in real not in real time, but seeing the little flashbacks of it. Curious, did this was this told the same way as the game? Did it kind of cut back and forth between the two? It did. Yeah. Okay. Because I, I thought it was very effective mm-hmm. in the way that they were telling it. Um, seeing the way that uh, Joel was telling it and then just seeing his absolute brutality 
against Marlene in that situation. Um, I thought it was great. And then him trying to basically just lie, basically lying to Ellie about it all and, and telling her something completely different about how they're not trying for the vaccine anymore, that there's more people just like her and she ain't buying a second of it. It's clear that she's not buying a second of it. Um, so yeah, what did we think about the Marlene sequence, the parking garage, Marlene's bye-bye. Joel does what he needs to do. Thoughts on that? I love that. He finally learned how to get out of a situation where a gun's being shot or pointed at him. It's like, not this time, bitch. Like, it's like the third time that this has happened. He's like, I know how to get out of this situation now. So, yeah. Yeah, it's a good bookend to to the Mm -hmm. first episode of him carrying Sarah. Yeah. But I, because I knew what was coming, I don't think it really struck me that hard. I was just like, okay, and then he kills Marlene, and he, like, I was looking more forward to the conversation in the car than this, but it still stung, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love the absolute how they showed just how serious he was with it when Mar- he had the chance to let Marlene go. Like, she's bleeding out, but she's still alive, and he was like, nah right between the eyes like he just gave zero fucks at that point did they play the did, did you hear the gunshot and then it panned down to see that he had the gun or was that I no it showed it showed out. it showed him shooting her it, okay i think it i think she's talking and then you see like a flash and she reacts and then it yeah you don't see her. where the gun is until another scene a little bit later on where the that's, gun is exactly okay yeah, okay, yeah that's right <clears throat> Yeah, very well done. That that was all basically from the game, except uh, I guess because she was conscious for part of the hospital stuff in the show, him adding in like, oh, and, and then we were attacked by raiders and I barely got you out of there. I was like, oh, that's different. That's new. <laughs> yeah, it's it's it got more elaborate as he was mm-hmm. talking about it, which is yep. why I think Ellie is like. Yep, he went too far. You he can totally yeah, tell that she's kind of like, yeah, uh, I don't know if I buy it, but mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, uh, I mean, let, let's let's kind of get into that a little bit. Uh, they get to, and I forget the name of Tommy's town. What Jackson? What is it? Jackson. Jackson. Um, so we get to Jackson. They're just a few miles away from Jackson, and we get that moment on the cliff. Ellie, you know, asks, "Are you telling me the truth?" And he says, "Yes." And it, she says, "Okay." Cuts to black. Um. Very interesting sequence. Obviously, probably going to lead into what's going to happen in season two. What do we think about this moment? And I know that Alex and Molly, you probably, I don't know if it's the same exact in the game or not. I don't know if it played out the exact same way. It did. Okay. It is. Um, What do we all think about this? How is this clear? We we already said that Ellie doesn't buy it. She, she, her BS meter is like all time Mm -hmm. high. Like it's the greatest BS meter I've ever seen for a 14 year old. Um, how is this going to affect things? Because clearly it's going to come out at some point. Yeah. Uh, whether it's right away, whether it's later on down the road, it is going to come is, out. And yeah. This is a recipe for some serious, serious <laughs> shit to show up way down the line, like mm-hmm. years later. Because, yeah, like they're, they both know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that has to come out at some point. Mm hmm. And yeah. to have to to have to keep all that in, it's it's not going to go well <laughs> for either yeah. of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it'll definitely be well. 
just the perfect cliffhanger to end to people so people know that there is a season two happening like so great well, it's interesting and a, and a possible like, season three mm-hmm. yeah well i don't think we knew there would be a second game for a while i don't I know if that was a I see. I don't know how I would feel <laughs> if the game ended that way, and I didn't know there was going to be a sequel. I would have been like, "Did the the second? When did the second game come out? Like five twenty 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 one? It was oh, so six or seven years later. Yeah. It was. I think good. it was twenty twenty. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that's wild. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. What a cliffhanger! If that it, so that's exactly how it ended. She said, "Okay," and it yeah. cut to black. Yep. Wow, the balls on them to do that on a video game. <laughs> And oh like to God. me, I, if they didn't make a second game, I was like, that was an awesome story. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm really glad they did make a second game, and it's awesome. And don't listen to anyone who tells you otherwise. I I saw Neil Druckmann today. <laughs> Someone was like, "Are you going to change anything about season two? Because like, do you care about the backlash?" And he was like, "No, <laughs> good. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Good. No, because they've been through not. it all before, and they're. I know ready it'll for be it. easier this time." <laughs> And there, there should not be backlash to that game. Like I, it, it makes some bold decisions, but it's awesome. Okay, I'm excited because yeah, I, I mean, don't, look, I don't know much about the second game. Well, so. I didn't know anything until a couple days ago, but we're not getting into that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to? Would you like another soapbox? <laughs> um, yeah, you, you give me the time. Uh, so look, obviously, the one thing that I knew going into second game is that it, there's a time jump. Um. I'm curious on if they do in fact do a time jump for season two, which is debatable what the, how they can play this. You know, obviously they could or they don't have to. There's there's always ways to do things, but how their relationship's gonna be like, say it is six years difference and she goes from 14 to 20 or whatever. She's been holding on to that moment for six years. Mm-hmm. If this is when we pick up with these characters, it's going to massively change them. You know, like on the surface level, it might be a little bit of the same relationship. They might be going about their business because for right now it works for both of them, especially on Ellie's side. But something might happen to where it comes out. Maybe uh, those nurses from the hospital finally get to where they need to and fireflies show up. I mean, I don't know. Um, And then it eventually comes out. But I am very curious on how this all plays out because it's clear to me that Ellie 100% knows that he's lying. But she doesn't know what he's lying about. That's That's the thing is how, like, what happens, you know, when does she find out? How does she find out? So all these different scenarios are going to be running through her head and she's not going to know. For six years. Yeah. That's that's wild. Yeah. I'm curious. In the game, is it six years? I was going to ask, do you want to know what the time jump is? Sure. Yeah, that's fine. It's just like two or three years. Oh, it is only a couple years. Okay. Yeah. I mean, still two or three years, like, is a couple years for that to fester. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I think they're going to be in the honeymoon phase for a while of like being able to to relax a little bit in this town. And yeah, to to just like live a semi normal life Mm -hmm. because we got to look at what life is like in that town and it looked pretty sweet. So I think that checks out for an amount of time for them to, to kind of spend in that. Uh, honeymoon period and then it starts to really bubble up and, and starts to manifest itself yeah so i think because the reason i brought it up was because obviously they're not gonna get a new actress to play her so i'm i'm curious if they keep the number of years on the lower end so that way i mean i think like, bella ramsey can easily do four years 
I mean, she's 19 she's in 19 real life. She's 19 now. So. Oh, shit. Is she you yeah. could, you could, she all you have to do, all you have to do is change, all you have to do is change her wardrobe and put some like boots on her and she looks four years older. Yeah. Also, my mistake, it actually is five years. Oh. There you go. Yeah, That's I mean, a long I, time. I, yeah. And it, I don't, I don't know if you saw it today or, or not, Brian, but they did come out uh, and say that even if Bella Ramsey said she didn't want to come back, They'd that they would force her, her to, to come it. back. Yeah. So, um, so Bella is here to stay. For those people wondering if they're going to get a different actress, it's not happening. Like no. Bella be is Ellie so going stupid forward. Stupid. If yeah, I, I'm like genuinely confused that people thought like, oh, we're going to get a different actress for. No. I'm like. It's because of Game of Thrones. That's all. I guess. <laughs> but it was just like that. It was so obvious to me from the beginning. Like this person's gonna be there mm -hmm. the whole time. Like, especially since they're the main character. Yeah. Alex, maybe uh, whenever we get a break from Star Wars, we can stream. The never. <laughs> and and then... I, I absolutely want to play two. I've only played two once. Yeah. So. I might Maybe have Brian do it on the eventual ones. POV Twitch. Maybe that's you've seen I'm... only part of it, Molly. I feel like yeah. there's a lot you'll like in two. Maybe that'll be Brian's debut on Twitch for POV is playing. Maybe I'd play through the first one. That's what I want to do. I want to Wait, you're gonna make me start on the second one? No, that's I didn't say that. No. Oh no, no, no. Is that what you were saying? You wanted me to start on the second one? No. What the hell? No. Just play it any of the, anything. <laughs> start the POV Twitch. <laughs> um <laughs> All right, uh, we have two Super Chats real quick I want to get to. First one's from Tim Sim. The Mortal Kombat movie in 1995 crawled so The Last of Us season one <laughs> show in 2023 can fly. Um, uh, what is the Super Mario Bros. erasure? I, I love that movie, first of all. <laughs> There's definitely a lot of adaptations in that time and definitely between that time. So, uh, Blake Quick with the next one. Thank you so much, Blake, one of our patrons. For everyone who has played part two, who do you think, or what do you think of Florence Pugh for Abby? Mm, I, I could see that. I think there are better choices. That's but... Laura Bailey's character, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. So I said it earlier I, I in the chat. I could see that too. Um, I, I think I'd rather go lesser known just in general. Yeah. I don't think Florence and nothing against the show, but I don't think they're going to be able to afford someone like Florence. No, for show. no. On Who was it that we were talking about? Katie O'Brien. Yeah. Oh, there. Okay. Yeah. There's a reason why everyone wants yeah. Katie O'Brien to play uh -huh. her. Who is? Yeah. I mean, there's, there's a very good reason. So I, I'm going. So I told the POV chat earlier today. Oh, I, love I was, her. I was scrolling through Twitter and a picture of Abby showed up. I don't know who the character is. It was just a picture. And I scrolled really fast because I was like, I'm not looking at that. Spoilers, no. Um, but I instantly got, I immediately went to Katie O'Brien because we just recently saw her in Ant-Man Quantumania. And then she plays an Imperial officer in The Mandalorian as well. Mm -hmm. um, I think she'd be perfect. And she is ripped. Like, my God, is she ripped. <laughs> um, and she looks That's... like she would fit the character very well. I think she's yeah. a little old for the role but physicality absolutely yeah i don't i mean i would love to see florence Pugh put on a bunch of muscle and <laughs> play that role but yeah that's gonna be interesting who they get for that role i think it'll be a, a no name i think i think it's gonna be someone brand new i hope so too i think that'd be yeah. very i mean it, it it would be great to have that someone that you don't have to like 
You don't someone, want the Sam Jackson effect where you're watching Sam Jackson instead of the character. Yeah. It'll be someone <laughs> brand new or someone similar to Bella where they've only had like a single role. Like who's something. a Game of Thrones act? No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Okay. I mean, there's plenty. I mean, I... HBO does like to yeah reuse. Yeah. yeah. Cam, you're Shannon Barry. I could see it. I don't know who that is, but like as far as looks and stuff, I can see that. Sh- uh, Maddie Gunner in the chat says shredded Florence Pugh. The world isn't ready. <laughs> it's not ready it's true true. (laughs) um all right uh before we uh start to wrap this up we have a little bit of conversation to do with season two and three because it was it hasn't come out like officially but they have been talking about part two being split between two seasons um no reference or official word on like how much in each season if there's going to be new story, if it's all going to be part two, but I wanted to open that conversation up, especially for, you know, those who have played the game. Um, so Alex, just start, start us off here. What, what would you say about part two being split between two seasons? I don't, I don't know where they would split it. Like there's a, like the a clear way they, yeah, uh, there's, there's something they could definitely do. Uh, okay. That, that would be a huge cliffhanger, but I don't, it would make season three very different. It basically, if they follow the exact story structure of the game, which they might do, then it, it would be a massive cliffhanger and season three would just be a lot. D- yeah. <laughs> it would be like two would be kind of short and three would be insane. Oh, no, no. Okay. If you're. No, I don't think. Are you guys? Thinking- <laughs> I, I can't vaguely talk about this. I, I can't vaguely talk about this. I don't know. I, I like, like you said, I only watched you play some of because I don't think I don't... you know the cliffhanger I'm talking about. Oh, okay. So, so okay, l- okay. Let me ask this then. Let me ask this then. Uh, could you say that they were going to go forward with two two seasons for part two? Mm-hmm. Would you be okay with them adding brand new stuff that's never been seen before to do two seasons of television? Oh sure, but also they don't need to. the The second game is way longer. Okay, but because of the the structure I'm talking about, which I'm kind of like, you know, I think they have to follow that structure. I don't know how they could change it. There's some like <laughs> integral parts that like you can't move. I think so. Uh, it's okay. been it's been two or three years. Whenever yeah. the game came out, that's the last time I played it. So it has been a while. Uh, maybe when I play it again, I could change my tune. But just thinking back to that story, the structure was important to it. Mm-hmm. So I I don't know. There, but there definitely is a spot for a big old cliffhanger. Oh boy! Interesting. I'm yeah. Just I... Molly said "ye" in the chat. Yeah, "ye." ye. <laughs> <laughs> it's longer. Ye. Uh, chat is working again, everybody. I'm not yeah. going to go back. Oh, the viewer thing wasn't there either. That's how I noticed that that, that streamer wasn't working as we couldn't see yeah. how many people were watching. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, we can. Hi, friends. Hello, we're back. I'm, I'm not going back through the hour of comments to highlight everybody, so I apologize. Um, <laughs> I'll do it. Here we go. No. Yeah, look, I'm I'm very curious, and it's it's going to be very hard because if you keep it the way HBO usually tells stories and does seasons, we're not going to see season two until 2025. Um, okay. Or at the earliest, late 24, like December of 24 could oh, be I like, think I have a feeling we're going to get 25. 
I think 25 is probably the best bet. We have House of we have House of Dragon next year, which their their two main shows are House of Dragon and Last of Us right now. It's next year. Yeah. They have I don't even think they've started filming. They haven't started filming yet. They're not filming House of the Dragon until the end of 2023. Yeah, they're not even they haven't even started filming that second season yet. Um 2025 is gonna be so it's gonna be hard to to stay away from obviously spoilers and you people watching stay away from me with spoilers please he'll get you i've already had enough this week please um i'm excited to see where it goes i'm very excited to see where it goes i I know that it's not like the biggest cliffhanger in the world but it felt like that ending was just like oh worst spot (laughs) to end this show right now (laughs) worst possible spot to end this show and we have to wait on that for at least a year and a half so i'm very curious i'm very very curious um Mm -hmm. But I thought season one was phenomenal. It's it's definitely one of the best first seasons of a television show ever, in my opinion. One of the I best the storytelling. episodes of television ever. Yeah, I thought the yeah. storytelling was off the charts. So mm-hmm. I'm like, I, I'm really glad to hear people loving it so much because I was wondering if it would translate as well, not getting as much time in the game with Ellie because I mean you just spend so much more time with her in gameplay where she is saving your life in countless times because I can't find ammo. So I'm just running around like crazy and she's the one sniping. Like it, it, it does so much through gameplay to also help you uh, help her endear herself to you, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was wondering if there would be enough time for the show to do that as well. And I'm glad I did that see, it worked. I did see a lot of people say that they felt like it got rushed towards the end like maybe we could have used one more episode which makes sense because nine episodes that bugs me what so a much weird number yeah we need that even number yeah. yeah but like i mean it was kind we... of it was kind of 10 just because the first one was an hour and 20 long true that's fair true yeah. uh but yeah i get it, it nine is a weird number it would have been nice to have an episode between the last one and the finale or the second to last one in the finale just to really build up the relationship even more after such a traumatic experience and then it's yeah um, like it, it follows the last the last few episodes really followed the game and like i forgot again when we were playing it just a couple months ago i was like man the end of this game happens so fast it, it just sneaks up on you <laughs> so yeah i but but they added to the show before so they could have hmm Mm-hmm. so okay so let me ask you uh, my phone just popped up saying ted lasso is now on apple plus right now excuse me what what's I'm, up early they draw there they do they usually Bye, do that everybody. early on apple <laughs> Bye, they, they usually they they usually do that earlier for apple they drop it early yeah because you also have to think before of, tomorrow before all the star wars oh yeah that's great news oh brian thank <laughs> you yeah it's, it's because of the it's it's obviously based in the uk so they want to drop it for the uk people a little early so um, oh, that makes sense mm-hmm. well come check us out on our next show banter and biscuits uh <laughs> is that official brian what yeah, why that? not okay get it I'll banter make, the dating app i'll try to make it uh that's a I'll, really clever name i'll try to make a, a thumbnail all right I should probably welcome Alex Molly to Banter Biscuit. <laughs> we, we can't you do are... any more streaming more shows. <laughs> Look, Ted is for me and Molly and Hilo <laughs> and Pippin if he cares to watch. 
What were we talking about? Sorry. You were bringing something up and you got distracted. Yeah, you were we're already about- on to the next thing. <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, okay. No, I remember. So my, I know my brain is already tabasa, tabasa. Um, so looking back at the end of this season with how they did it, do you enjoy and think that the changes they made from the game worked in the long run for the better compared to yes. Okay. Uh, everything they changed uh, either made my experience different and, and therefore entertaining and fun without like changing anything that Neil Druckmann wanted to say with the game. So <clears throat> it, I like that it kept me on my toes. Yeah. I mean, I, for me, I didn't play the game, so I'm, I don't know how it would affect, but like, I feel like this has now set the standard for video game adaptation yeah, i like, think so too it's, it's modern day versions like, anyway yeah they added stuff smartly because so i mean part of the reason the game is so long is because it is difficult and you die and you have to do things over and there's just a lot of gameplay so they did lose a lot of screen time that they had to then fill up and i thought they filled it up very smartly mm. cool love it all right, well, any final thoughts on uh, season one of The Last of Us, guys? I'm sad it's over. Me too. <laughs> I'm yeah. curious for, for those of you who didn't play the game, did you wish there had been more clickers? A little bit. It didn't yeah. bother me because I, mm-hmm. within like the first two, maybe three episodes, I realized that, and the game might be different, but the the story they're telling right now is much more about the relationships between the people yeah. we're following rather than the, the zombies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just, I, I saw a few people being like, why did they introduce that new thing with the fact that the zombies connect are all connected through underground, whatever vines and stuff. And like that never came back, but I got like, two more. Oh, things. I think it came back. <laughs> like, well, it didn't come back in later kind episodes, of. but it came back in episode five. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I more or less just wanted to see them. Mm-hmm. Like I, cause they're, they're it's just such an interesting take on zombies that it's a plant fungus mm-hmm. instead of just like you get bit and turn into the eat brains. Um, I mean, I think that's a fair complaint, especially, I mean, they're a far bigger part of the game and I yeah. feel like they just, they were like, like, Jake said the priority is the human relationships. Mm-hmm. So instead of having like one or two clickers here or there, I think they just went hard in episode five, <laughs> yeah. which I loved. I thought that was great. Here's so a thousand of them. I, I also wouldn't be surprised if, you know, season one didn't have as much budget as season mm-hmm. two will have. Yeah. So hopefully we get more. And there's definitely a, a clicker. Bricks. Or, more clickers, yeah, more bricks. More, up the brick budget, I say. <laughs> but there, there is an infected in game two that I'm like, we got to see that. And they already they already said that that they're going to, the infected are going to be much more heavily involved in season two, um, which makes sense. You know, we have this story and then kind of do some different things with season two. Um, maybe... I even saw something come up. I don't know if it was official, but exploring different versions of them, maybe something that's maybe even new from the game, uh, mm-hmm. which could be very cool. Something new that's just for the television show. That'd be neat. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, it didn't bother me. Like, would it have been cool? Sure. But I think we got enough of them 
to quench the thirst per se. And I was very happy because the show was so well done telling the story of Joel and Ellie and everything around them. I was very happy with how well that was that it didn't take away from, I didn't think like, ah, this isn't good enough. I need clickers. Like that was, mm -hmm. I was so just entranced with that, that I just didn't need them. So. Mm -hmm. I just wanted more clicker noises. Mm. Like I want to say, I, I love how much Maddie Gunner is on my side with the bricks throughout the game. <laughs> you can pick up bottles or bricks and you can use them to like throw and distract clickers or people, or you can throw them at people and it, I'll like I'll pick up a bottle if I have to, but the second I see a brick, I'm like, stupid bottle, give me that brick. Like it's, <laughs> it's like a security blanket. <laughs> they're they're functionally not different at all in the game, but it feels more powerful. More brick. I feel safer with a brick. <laughs> um, all right. One last super chat to close the show out. I'm the Stein. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. I would like more infected uh, next season, but in the first season, I feel we need to be eased in as an audience. Mm -hmm. I would love mm -hmm. to explore the others I've heard about. I agree. I'm 100% with this. Agreed. I totally agree with what he's saying. It was done. It was, I mean, done right. Like, I mean, it would have been. It, I Presto's mean, played the game. It did. And it also did ex distinguish itself a little bit different from like Walking Dead, where the immediate threat was. That's why I loved it so much, I think. Yeah. Because it, it was so it more different about the story. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was more about the characters that weren't zombies people <laughs> things and just yeah. yeah like it like walking dead's immediate threat for the first like what three seasons was three or four yeah. yeah until the governor pretty much yeah yeah and then it turned into it their their own biggest enemy whereas this one is like yeah that enemy is there but like people are still shitty yeah. and will do bad things so i thought it was kind of a because i mean to be completely honest i could totally see it like that happen if this was to really happen like people would probably be the bigger threat than yeah the zombie people oh yeah 100 so 100%. yeah it was clever it was cool and i have no doubt that they'll go crazy next mm -hmm. season they'll, ha they'll have fun. that clicker budget it's, fun. <laughs> it's like now the isn't it hbo's highest show now well it as of recent it beat house of the dragon by i think like a million or two million or something yeah. um something like that so i don't know like in their entire history but as far as recent goes yeah um it's it made or it got viewership in house of the dragon which is a pretty big deal so yeah um let's see how season two does because they're both going to be massive in season two for both those shows mm -hmm. uh sean room how are we doing uh we're closing out bud you missed the show Bye. You're gonna have to wild time. though, because what is, does HBO have really anything the rest of the year? I'm sure, yeah, they, I'm sure do. they have some stuff coming out. Yeah. Okay, name. I don't. I don't think Succession. Have a problem. Uh, yeah, and I'm currently I'm currently catching up on Succession, which is great. So, yeah, Gabby's fine. Very very good show. Uh, all right, everybody, that's gonna wrap up our discussion for The Last of Us. This is the last time that we will be live on Tuesdays at five o'clock, at least for the foreseeable future. Um, we're definitely gonna be back for season two whenever that comes and possibly some things in between but for now we will uh just be live on monday evenings uh live for the occasional happy hour on monthly of course we got tons of stuff on patreon do not miss out on that our watch along is coming up our bar trivia is coming up very fun stuff on the uh, patreon check those all out in the uh, description all the links are on there but we can do some quick plugs since this will be the last time we're doing the last of us jill 
Start us off. Where can everyone find you online? Jilly Marie, two Y's, two E's on Twitter and Instagram. Molly? At Molly Damon on Twitter, Molly Mander on Instagram, and Star Wars Explained. I'll let Alex say the rest. You saved some <laughs> for me this time. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Star Wars Explained on YouTube and on Twitter and Instagram and TikTok and all that. We'll be streaming our Mando after show tomorrow at 6 p.m. And then our Bad Batch after show slash Lego build on Thursday at 6 p.m. Who are we having on the show tomorrow? Us. Uh, Adam Frazier from Slashville. Yeah. <laughs> I, lo I love the hope, Brian. I love this. Yeah. The hope. Yeah. <laughs> already been on. I know, I know. Uh, Brian, what about you? We've all seen it on Twitter and Instagram and Goodreads. And Apocalypse, which is starting in 40 minutes. Apocalypse Ooh. movies in just a little bit. Uh, they're going to be recapping a little bit of the Oscars, but also talking some live action uh, animated remakes, whether or not they should be happening. Uh, Qui-Gon Jake, two ends because someone else took it before I did. Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, check that out. Laserbolt, there's a possibility of some Ted Lasso talk. We're still trying to work if that I have out. my way, then yeah. Uh, we'll definitely let you know if that does happen. But for now, just stay tuned here on the channel. Make sure you're subscribed. Make sure you're commenting, enjoying the content. And uh, we will be back here on Monday evening for our live show. Until next time, guys. See you later. Bye.